from Yawa. This is Two Takes on a Pod. Hello, you are listening to Two Takes and a Pod. My name is Falaren. And I'm Osai. This is our podcast where we give you two takes on our theme of the moment. This episode dives into the concept of power. We talk about what happens when power is challenged or when truth is spoken to it. One of the examples we use is the NFL and cap. Uh, we take a look at how power structures work to stifle you or your message. Yeah, we have our guy Osagi back on the show today. We share some moments in our lives where power structures have worked to um, make us feel helpless or without choices. Um, it does get kind of deep, man. Yeah, I may have shed a tear too. Happens to the best of us. You know? Wait for it. or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others mm-hmm. or the course of events. Can you take that one more time? The capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. Influence the behavior of others or the course of events. Power. I like it. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you wanted to talk about power structures. Yeah. And like, and like only for, before we get to that, so we just talked about how we felt about these kind of situations, mm-hmm. right? And like, what are the power structures in just in, from those situations that we just talked about, like that exist? You know what I mean? So you're talking about like... Visa, so government. Visa government, right? <laughs> right. Besides. School. School. Education. Yeah, you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you know, so these are the things that kind of influence how our society moves, right? And like, I guess, like, the question is, what do you guys feel in your day-to-day, like, now? Like, what, the, where does it power, the power structure affect you the most? You know what I'm saying? So it could be in your industry or work. It could be, you know, for some people, it's, you know, how they interact with each other in the world. You know what I mean? Whether it's by your race. Social dynamics. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, by your gender by your sexual orientation, you know? So, um, I guess my question would be, if, what is the biggest impact in your day-to-day life? Like, what power structure has the biggest impact on yours? <coughs> I won't say religion, man. Really? Pray. I mean, because yeah. like that's crazy because like you know i'm absolutely not religious at all whatsoever mm-hmm. but like you know i mean just coming from lagos right like you know you get up playing first thing you see is what a big ass billboard inviting you to like church what does that tell you the church has an advertising budget mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah and even just like like i see how like religion affects the mentality of Nigerian people. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like I was telling you the other day that, like, you know, I can, you know, walk, you know, walk over time. Do you get what I'm saying? Finish walking over time for, like, two months back to back. You know, manage to put my car in a car wash, you know, change the rims. You come and see me, you say, ah, this guy is doing well. Come and tell you what. It's God, <laughs> Just based on, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Just based on the perception of that mm-hmm. institution and what it means to like individuals in that in that conversation. Right. So yeah, I'll say religion because like uh, Nigerians, Nigerians are fake spiritual, man. Like mm-hmm. you know, just like I don't know. I feel like it's an on switch, on and off switch. Whenever it's suited, whenever it's suited. Religion is definitely huge. Like, like I mean, Nigeria is. It's personal for us, but mm-hmm. if you just look at the way the world operates, mm-hmm. the religion as mm-hmm. a power structure has right. been formidable mm-hmm. for thousands of years. You religion know? is an excuse for war. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, it's like the elephant in the room. She gets all these governments, right? And like it, it de- definitely like affects me on a personal level as well. You know, like I think religion is big. Religion is big in my life right now. I think because I work for a bank like <laughs> that particular power structure or at least what's on my mind is how like they control 40 hours a week of my day mm-hmm. of my of my life rather mm-hmm. um every week regardless mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. like no matter what i think i think it's more than 40 hours for sure in fact i know it's more than 40 yeah, hours because it's because they don't pay you for taking a shower. Yeah. They don't pay you for that gas that you spend. They don't pay you for that time you spend finding parking. <laughs> Just mentally prepared for work. Well, so exactly. they don't pay for I'm that. thinking about work. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding right. me? They don't pay you for Sunday. Yo, once Saturday is over, from Sunday you're worried about going to the office. Yeah. yeah. The sleep yeah, doesn't slap exactly. the way you slap. Exactly. It never does. So like, yeah. It's more than 40 hours. If you really, really yeah. want to be like... Yeah, it's going to be... It's always to know what is sucking out of you. Like. Yeah, it's a hidden cost. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think that, for me, that power structure is the one I think about a lot mm. more now. I feel you, because it's on my mind. Like, yeah, it's on my mind. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah, we were recording this on a Sunday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the invisible hand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely on my mind, like, right now. Um, I, I think it's fascinating how, like, you can get sucked into that and that just becomes, like, what you do, what you think, and it becomes your life, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think the, that thing for us, for me too, is like, on a day-to-day basis, it's definitely that for me too. And like, I feel like the greater point is corporations in yeah. general and how they get to operate in this quote-unquote government structures that we have, you know? Like, they get more control and they're able to influence your life much more directly than the government really ever can. You know, like, I mean, obviously the government can still be the access, but once you're a citizen or you're, you're a citizen of the country or whatever yeah. it is, as long as you don't commit a crime or whatever, you're protect, like, you know, you're fair game to the corporations. That's, that's kind of, fair game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're yeah. just on there and like all the money you're spending, all of that shit is going to them. So because of that, like the government is dependent on them now. You know, like, I'm like, I'm glad you actually bridged those two because something I've been thinking about a lot recently as well is like. Um, the SNC Lavalin and mm-hmm. the Liberal Party Trudeau, and yeah. the government, the yeah. Trudeau situation that's been going on, right? Yeah. 
Like that is corporate power and government power just entangled right. in just a shitbed of scandal, right? right? And like most recently, the report came out that he violated whatever the ethics commission. Yeah, or, and he went. Like, he went too too far in, in yeah. his actions, which obviously he did. If he knew what happened from the start, right? Yeah. But like, this is again power at play in a way that like. Before it coming out, before the justice minister stepping aside, like or getting demoted, regular people wouldn't have known about it, you know, mm-hmm. right? Like so, corporations can benefit from power in so many ways without us little guys like hearing you know, about ever it. hearing about it or, yeah. or or knowing stuff like that ever goes on. So that's like very interesting to me. Yeah, it's yeah, it's constantly a transaction. Like, you know, I feel like. It's cool that they kind of control our life to some extent, right? As long as, like... <laughs> like, is it true? What? Because, <laughs> okay, so how, how would you rather have it? What do you want to do? Yeah, no, how would you, what would you, how would you rather have it? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Like, you know, if you, if you want to ask that question, like, yeah, you know, you want to get paid for the shit that you like or that you would like to do. You understand what I'm saying? So, you, ideally, you want a corporation for that. Or you want a situation where somebody can facilitate that for you. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So as long as you get to keep your shit, you're good. You understand? The problem is they always get to a point where they want a lot of your shit. Mm-hmm. And like they don't want it for a little time. They want it for ten years. Yeah. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like and like that's the problem, right? Like what well, can we put them in check for yeah. that shit? And what happens when you try to fight back? What exactly. happens when you try to challenge? Right. Right? Um, what happens examples. when what happens when you actually recognize that you're worth a lot more than they evaluated you at? Mm. Right. Because like if it's like corporations, like you man, you like you said, so it's a business transaction. What does a business nigga try to do? Try to cut cost, maximize profit. It's as simple as that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So what they're going to do is like lowball the individual every time. Mm-hmm. Even when they offer you like, yo, do you want like 2M? Bro, that 2M is like 2 cents to them, bro. Mm-hmm. So like... You they ask for like 10 years of your life. Ah. I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, a good example of like power and what happens when you challenge it You've been thinking and talking about this a lot. Kaepernick, the NFL, Jay-Z. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you guys should just run the narrative by me. Like, clear that story out. This Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's the issue here? What's, what's the problem? What's the issue? Man, that's tough to answer. But, like, essentially, the man took a knee to protest. To protest, uh-huh. The treatment of black people uh-huh, in America. Uh-huh. To you know, social injustices, blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Amazing. How mm-hmm. the NFL, how it becomes an issue with the NFL is, at Did the time he? he took a knee, he was employed. Mm-hmm. Right? It became a huge thing. They sacked him. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't sack him. His contract ran out. Oh. But then he couldn't get a job with another team. So nobody wanted to hire him. Nobody wanted to hire him. Uh-huh. And his case is that the owners of the of teams in the NFL, mm-hmm. who are all old rich white man and who all support the politics that he was protesting against it, mm-hmm. his case is that they colluded to say you know what none of us are going to give this He's guy a job right him and a couple of other guys who um who i'm um, joining him in this protest so that's his case um those are the facts like everything else around it is kind of like 
politics and then how people like, perceive view things, things and perceive mm-hmm. things, right? But those are kind of like the facts of what's going mm-hmm. on. Um, after that, Kaepernick settled his case with the NFL. His case, again, his actual legal suit against the NFL mm-hmm. was that you guys got together in the room and said no one is going to hire me. And therefore, I have lost the next three years of being employed, mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. And this is the value of what my job would have been, Didn't right? Lose I get paid $10 million a year for the next three years regularly. That's my value. So, whatever. That is his case. Did he win or lose that? He settled that. So, okay. so at some so yeah, somebody. they didn't only they, yeah they didn't disclose but you know you can yeah you can infer that yo they would have settled for the equivalent say he's, he's he was thirty I think at the time of thirty one say he has four or five more years in the game right but he couldn't get a job and mm. he says it's because of you, you you settle for like you know ten to fifteen million a year or whatever his value would have been mm. so you know you can say safely he got you know upwards of thirty million or something mm. like that from that settlement. <laughs> Now, again, those are the facts of the case. People's opinions around that are like, yo, you settled, so your message is diluted. Again, how people feel yeah. about that stuff. Okay, like, so all of that is just, again, politics that people come out in different directions. Yeah, like, so, I mean, so right? all of that all of that stuff is like, that, that's all pretty accurate, right? Mm. So the issue that's going on now is that the NFL and Rock Nation, you know, spearheaded by Jay-Z, mm-hmm. right, have con- gone into a uh, partnership where he helps them like promote or produce live events yes. and also work on social justice reform. Right? So all of that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? Like it's hard to it's hard to point out the problem for me. Exactly. <laughs> it's hard to find out like what the issue is there. Yeah. But for some reason people <laughs> have found something. So here's what the issue is, right? They're saying that for him to get in bed with the NFL uh-huh. when Kaepernick isn't on any team uh-huh. is a problem. And that's <sighs> where the issue is. I have my own personal okay. like feelings about there, the there's that. Like, but that's where the issue, that's where everybody's making So, so they're saying... Because Kaepernick is not working. Major is in no green business. That's one argument. I think the the bigger argument we're hearing mm-hmm. is that the NFL mm-hmm. was under a lot of scrutiny due to Kaepernick's protest. Amazing. The situation around Kaepernick. Amazing. And an icon like Jay-Z, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. partnering with them gives them a sense of legitimacy, clout, uh-huh. if you will, mm-hmm. right, in the African-American slash black mm-hmm. community and then legitimizes them a bit. That is another argument that, like, yo, he should have known better that, like, you know, mm-hmm. as a leader in the black community, you shouldn't partner with, you know. Okay. So the know. NFL, the people are saying, or the impression is the NFL did that at the expense of Kaepernick. I think... When that move was made, Kaepernick was not in the conversation. He wasn't. He wasn't. Nobody conversation. Like, bro, these are guys trying to give their brand a yeah. facelift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They asked Jay Z if he talked to Kaepernick. He was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I need to? Baba, that was last yeah. week's Wala. Words. <laughs> I mean, those were his actual words too. I understand it, but like, I. What do you I feel? What? What do you think? They asked Jay-Z 
about the Kaepernick situation. And if you see the video, it kind of comes up bad because it looks like he's scolding the reporter for asking him. Um, but he was like, yo, we're past kneeling. We need actionable items now, right? Okay, like we've knelt, we've dealt with that situation. And now we need, okay, what are the next two, three things we need to actually accomplish to bring change? Um, I feel like you need to understand Jay-Z as what he is, a billionaire. Like, Jay-Z is not your community organizer. Because Jay-Z raps to motivate you and gives us luxury rap, I feel like people forget that the man is a behemoth. Like, he's a billionaire. You know what I mean? And I think here, what we're feeling from the community is, like, a sense of hurt or betrayal that comes from, like, a, an expectation of Jay-Z that I feel you should never have had. So that's why I'm like, mm, how I feel about the deal itself... Which, which is what, exactly? What is the expectation of Jay-Z that you feel like people shouldn't have in this situation? I feel like people think Jay-Z is on, like, a Charlemagne level. Where, like, if Charlemagne struck a deal with the NFL right now, you'd be like, bro... Hey, you know what I mean? You would hey, be like, you've been be shouting, yeah, you've been shouting since for, for just based yeah. on like who you are in terms of black activism, maybe. Yeah, yes. or like, like Jay Z has supported a lot of causes and continues yeah. to do that. Yeah. I don't think his track record on that is poor. Actually, yeah, yeah, he has no, a yeah, yeah. does well, the way he, he brands it is and not he doesn't like, even make a lot of noise about it. That's what I'm he saying. He just keeps it he cool. Does his thing, right? He has a team of lawyers. Yeah. I think his track record on that is strong, right? Right. But Jay-Z has always been a capitalist businessman trying to make money. Right. And if he sees an opportunity, right, like there's not... I don't think he has given us evidence to doubt that he will take it. Yes. Now, let me ask you guys this. When you're challenging power, Mm -hmm. what does success look like? Because you don't always win. That's one. To you don't always win immediately. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it, it's you know challenging over a sustained period of time, right? Mm-hmm. And like I saw something recently and it was about like the protest culture that we have in Nigeria versus protest culture um in other places that mm-hmm. you know have oppressive governments, right? Right. Um and for those people, they had, like, measurable successes, right? Or things that you can point to and say, oh, that was as a result of a successful protest. Um, so I guess my question is, like, what does success look like for you, you know, when you're challenging power? What can it look like? Or do you have anything that you've seen that you go, you know what, I consider that success? Um, oh. In terms uh, of a I, challenge of power. Yeah, so I can go. Um, I feel like there's levels of success. Yeah. So, for example, like, there's shit going on in Hong Kong right now where they're fighting the government and, like, basically China is clearly very... has a significant influence over the city or the city-state that it is, right? Like, and the people are feeling that pressure because, you know, China just, like, had, like, a supreme... They just basically got a supreme leader at this point. Before, they have, like, a president and then they have, like the chairman of, like, their the party. almighty Xi Jinping. The <laughs> party, right? Like, so Xi Jinping is, like, literally their supreme leader right yeah. now. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're feeling, they feeling the heat from China. Yeah, and, like, the way, these guys, the way these guys are protesting, yeah. like, 
you see videos of them like yo, there was one guy, the a police officer assaulted a woman, and like like fifteen of them just attacked the police officer to let go of her, and then you know, the guy was like kind of like, you know, like struggling after they 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 were, they were finished with him, and um, just to protect the woman, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like these people have been charged, so like I feel like that's success at one level. That level just telling them like it's telling people that yeah, these people are fighting back. This is yeah. it is this serious. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Actually, in, like, in, sorry mm-hmm. to, to interrupt you, but mm-hmm. in Hong Kong too, like when the protest started, it was over a bill that was actually eventually withdrawn. It was first paused and then withdrawn. So those are actually you know measurable, measurable yeah. successes. Yeah, exactly. you know, like, yeah, you know, in, exactly. in their protest. That's, so actually, you're totally good, that's right. actually a perfect yeah. point too. So for for me, just, I feel I guess like the first thing was us seeing that mm-hmm. like everybody kind of being aware and like paying attention to it and but that's that's key like the fact that they were able to put that back and it's like oh fuck we have to think about this they tried again now they want the woman out i think they want yeah, their uh like they want their, their, their democratically elected chairperson yeah exactly i can't remember it's like the mayor or the governor i can't i can't remember what the the title is but um yeah so they wanted her out right so that like to me is like one level of like success against like um like uh, I guess power. government power, right? Even this Kaepernick thing that we we're just talking about, right? The reason why I was making a point about that little aspect because I, I think it comes down to two things, right? The first thing is, um, Kaepernick was fighting for his right to protest, full stop. That's the first thing, right? For me to be saying, hey, like, look, I'm going to do this when the flag comes on because this is how I feel, and I'm not going to shout at you. I'm going to tell you to do what I'm doing. But I'm just going to do this and just leave me be, right? Like, I feel like you have a right to protest. And I think he was fighting for that. That's the first thing. The second thing is, like, what that protest is supposed to achieve. You understand what I'm saying? Like, basically, also using it to really raise awareness. So it's like, the NFL took the raising awareness part. You know what I mean? Mm. Perfectly. And then, then that part, that right for you to listen is like, nah, we're not letting that shit go. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just like, you can see that there was some success. But for me, like, I can see where they held back. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Don't they, so, didn't they, like, put it in their rules? I don't think so. I don't, I'm not sure. They, they, they tried to put it, yeah, they tried to put it yeah, in their rules. Yeah, I, I remember yeah, that they being said, they said, no, yeah, because they, can't, like, they tried to, I don't know if they succeeded. It was like, um, like, there was a fine. Like, they were going to put a fine. Okay. Yeah, they are going to put a fine. So, basically, uh, some owners were like, hey, like, that's kind of ridiculous. So that's you know an example of, like... Yeah, exactly. Like, still trying to apply pressure on that portion. So this is just going to try to be like... They're still trying to say, don't do that shit here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's literally what they're saying. <laughs> like, they're trying to say, get don't off do my lawn. <laughs> like, don't do that shit here. Like, do it wherever. We're going to give you some things to go work on. Like, do it there, but don't do it here. Mm. So my question is, like, is that success? I, I you you kind of broke it down in some areas it was success it was successful and in some other areas power overall back, yeah. overall if you, if you're in that situation you, and you're walking it? away yeah. do you feel success that's my question Ooh. I mean it depends like retrospect is key yeah you yeah know what I'm saying like I would imagine that Kaepernick you know being unemployed not playing and you know <laughs> you're fit as fuck but you know you're not bowling all your guys are bowlers right <laughs> like you won't be feeling that shit man. Yeah. But like, when they now tell your story, when you know, mm-hmm. time for you know life mm-hmm. life achievement award, mm-hmm. you know, you be like, ah, oh, it was all worth it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, they will talk about how he affected this yeah. change we are discussing right, right now, because right. like he's literally at the center of, of the conversation. conversation. Yeah, that's why I, I feel like, Yeah, I agree. I feel like yeah. if you ask Kaepernick today, mm-hmm. 
was your protest successful? I think he would say yes. However, just, I hate that I'm talking about Kaepernick so much, but, <laughs> like, I think we want to, and the spectators want to make Kaepernick a martyr. I don't think he wants that. Like, I think he would prefer to be playing, like you're saying. Like, the guy just wants to play ball. Yeah. But for us, when we're watching this and we're looking at this, and if we're grading it, yeah. if we are going to grade it, we'll look at it and go, oh, he sacrificed his career yeah. right. for the message. So this goes from a C plus to a B because there was some form of sacrifice. Right. Because we're spectators and we love to spectate, right? Like, right. we love to comment on this stuff. Right. Kaepernick himself, though, just wants to play ball. Yeah. You get, right? And, like, the power structure that is like pushing back against uh, us or against him or against the right. conversation is like yo we just don't want these guys getting rowdy and just feeling like they can protest anytime you get right. so everybody has like a different thing they're looking at it from so yeah Kaepernick could probably say it's a success we as spectators would probably say it's a success and you know what the NFL is probably looking at this and going yeah I think we won fuck yeah yeah, yeah. Everybody feels like they won. <laughs> I don't think everybody feels like they won. <laughs> Who feels like it took an L? You would say. I mean, for whatever reason, Kaepernick is not happy with what the situation has going on. Uh, yo, see, listen. He's not happy. So but I think that would just be like today. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. the bigger picture, I think so, right? But like you said, he just wants to play. So I think he's aware of the bigger picture. Mm. But it's almost like, you know, it, 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 would it. Like, I guess for him, should he have said nothing? You mean after this Jay-Z thing? Yeah, like, just the way everything has happened. Do you know that? Like, oh, just based on the context I give you guys. Do you that Kaepernick is not allowed to ever open his mouth and say, yeah, I should have done that, man. No, he can't. Oh, yeah, he can't do that. He can't. He can't. He can't. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, he, he, can't. Never, he will never Bro, do that. The whole movie will just, like, crumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he will never yeah. do that. I mean, I feel like an Nobody element does. that is forgotten here, right, mm-hmm. is that Kaepernick sued the NFL and Kaepernick chose to settle. Yeah. People forget, like, we, might, like we, we conveniently exclude that from our narrative when we evaluate, like, what he should or shouldn't do or how right. he should or shouldn't feel right. about this new deal that's happening. Right. For me, right, let's review this as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. and that Kaepernick and his business in NFL was phase one right right? that chapter in my opinion after his settlement specifically with his issue with the NFL I'm not talking about his broader activism I'm talking about the NFL that chapter was closed after he settled right sure he can comment on like future things that happen right right like he can give us he can tell us how he feels about Jay-Z, like, partnering with Rock Nation and the NFL. He can tell us for sure. So you're saying that... Is he still relevant to that conversation? Like, why are we... Or, or after he tells us how he feels, why why do we go, okay, yeah, now this is the narrative that I want to follow? No, no, it's no. It's no, like, no. okay, thank you. You've done your bit. You've gotten your paycheck. Like... Let's move forward. Like, like that's how that, you know. Like, so basically, I'm fucking crap. My guy so, says you know, he's out of yeah, lines in this. Yeah, movie. yeah. So basically, <laughs> basically, he's collected the check, so he doesn't really have a say anymore. See, and I, again, I want to be careful how I'm framing this. It's not that because he's collected a check. I think when it comes to his beef with the NFL, right, about how he like protested, right, right. 
and the outcome of that, right? That has been settled. Kaepernick is no longer the center of this, in my opinion. Like, he wanted the, mess- the, the center to be the broader message of racism and how you treat black players and the access that black people have in certain spaces. That is the conversation. The conversation is not Kaepernick kneeling. Mm-hmm. It was in Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase mm-hmm. 1. Phase 2, we're talking about the people. And who has the best access and ability to bring about the most change for the people is not Kaepernick. If we're being real. Yeah, I mean... I that's, why, that's why I feel like his lines... We have finished lines for him in the film. Screaming. <laughs> <laughs> No more bars. Yeah, like thanks, nah, G. Nah. Like you, you've done your work. Yeah, we See, got it now. Nah, I, I feel like they they have actively, like you know, like yeah. I think because the thing is, you can settle with the, like mm. the NFL and still play. That has happened before. Like there have been things where like they so the NFL like and you can still. But we play. don't we don't know if part of the settlement was that like bro, you're not getting a contract. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, but the thing is, but the thing is, if he wouldn't complain, if it was. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's probably a deal he would have refused to sign. Like that's that's mm-hmm. obviously like that's obvious, right? Like like the only reason why there would be an issue, right, is that okay, we signed this deal and you chose not to like we, we signed this deal, we've agreed on this, but I'm still eligible to play, but nobody wants to give me an option to try out. And then you come up with excuses. We've addressed that those excuses aren't like true, but still nobody wants to give him a shot. Like, and it's not because like if he was washed and there were so many other options, uh, that would be different. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, he hasn't like basically had like one try. Like, like he's good enough for him to be a starting quarterback right now. You understand what I'm saying? So for you to basically choose to try and avoid that, and like basically try and move on the cause that he was doing. Uh, it, it's clear that like they're kind of taking one thing but separating the other. So it doesn't I don't think it affects what Jay-Z is trying to do. I think he, he's trying to make the best of that situation. But like we have to acknowledge that, you know, they are doing one thing but they are still punishing somebody for speaking. Which means that if anybody chose out to speak for in whatever truth to power form like where you're at, you can get punished even though what you're saying is true. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and I think that is also a problem. That, that, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, and like, that's, I agree. I was yeah, just, I was... that's power reacting and still like, you understand what I'm saying? And like, it's like, oh, I'll kill you for your message, which is part of the process, unfortunately. But yeah, like, it's like, we get your message, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. From that. Um. I, yeah, I think that's it. I feel like we beat it up. Um. Anybody else have anything to add about power and power dynamics, power structures? Um. Man. So you asked the question earlier, and the question was, what does the success mm-hmm. look like to you? So, for me, I was, I was thinking about it, and like, I would say that like, when power is oppressing a party, the moment you can create one line of communication, 
that's success. If you're able to be like, but you're tripping, bro. And the guy is not sure, but like, okay, am I tripping? If the best guy just be like, am I tripping? Mm. That's the success. Interesting. Once there's a line of communication, once, if you guys can hear each other for like, two seconds, like, mm. that's a success. Why do you feel so? Because, I mean, well, human beings, right? We all have brains, right? Like, you know, you can't go back on new information. Like, if someone, if you're behaving like a certain way and somebody checks you, the next time you're behaving a certain way, like, you probably expect to get checked. Or you probably, like, think about the last time you did it and you got checked. So, like, yeah. Okay. So, the thing, okay, for me, I guess, it, like, we have to stop power from, like, doing it too. Because some, some motherfuckers are persistent. They'll get checked and they'll continue doing the shit. And I get checked again and continue doing the shit. And then instead of listening to the shit, they're just gonna come up with more armor and completely destroy and decimate your shit. To say that, I'll say that, like, I mean, you're just checking them with the wrong language. Okay. That means you haven't gotten that open line of communication. Yeah, that, yeah do you get what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. means the line of communication, mm-hmm. there's still cracks. Mm. Right. You need a line of. So it, the line has to connect. Yeah. Mm. Right. And yeah. <laughs> they have to change course of action. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's Updates. that's yeah Updates that's course of action like you know because that's the thing like nigga they update bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is true they really do and that they is come true. back so like when that happens right when you're not connecting what what do you consider success in that case then so as to the general point right. Forcing them to update is success. Okay? <laughs> it's a continuous battle. You understand what I'm saying? So the way I feel is, you know, it's a continuous battle. They don't ever like like in in real life situations, like it just doesn't ever really stop. Like you it takes a little bit more. And in some situations you're just gonna have to go with the flow for a long time. You have to chop it until you get to a position where you can like cut it off at the knees. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So I feel like uh, forcing power to update is key and I think ultimately if like success is forcing the narrative to change it's when the story is being told power was at fault and we understood why I think that's what success is hmm. yeah so just getting getting the history right Ultimately, it's it's gonna to be told over time, yeah. you know. I think that's part of like even with this whole thing. I'm I'm gonna keep coming out to this guy and get Jay thing, but like like this whole NFL thing, right? I feel like that's that's what's gonna to be told. So even Jay Z like getting into the situation, like he has an opportunity. Like over time, we haven't get to give him time to cook. You understand what I'm saying? Like we still have our roles to play. Okay. You know what I mean? And I think that like that's essentially what's happening here. So I feel like the way people are looking at this is like it's a closed book or it's yeah, dumb, like it's like, 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 mm-hmm. like things are not still going on and, and in process. So I don't know, over time we'll see how things go. But like, I think that narrative, I think uh, how we perceive that story to be told mm-hmm. is the most important thing. Because if we understand it, then we're going to actually learn from it by God's grace. 
right? Because this shit is literally all over the history books and shit just keeps repeating itself, right? Well, I think that's success. I think, you know, course of action is also good. But, yo, I like those two success stories. Um, at least those two points of success, like open line of communication, and you want to connect that's mm. a form of success. Mm. Um, I mean, forcing an update, yeah. like forcing a change of dynamic, that's yeah. a form of success. And right. then the ultimate success it's being bad, like, yeah. but it's good or bad. And then the ultimate success being like, you know, um, getting the history correct. Right. You know, when it, when this story is told, mm-hmm. the, narrative know, is, the narrative is narrative what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, let's do. Um, gents. Thanks again. Like this has been dope. Um, power. It's two takes and a pod. We've had Osagi with us today. We didn't do an introduction at the beginning. Um, but Osagi, give him your handles. Uh, Osagi says on Twitter that's O S A G I E says, and just Osagi on Instagram. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for coming back to join us. Um, so my take is the fight for power is an ongoing one, no matter the actor. Our methods may not always be the same, often leading to some criticism from others. It's important though to remember that the mission, should you choose to accept it, is ultimately to empower others, not yourself. Not just yourself. Not just yourself? Not just yourself. Sometimes you need to empower yourself to empower yeah. others. Ooh. Yeah. The depth. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my my take is kind of sad actually if I think about it. Um I made this point where we're having the conversation, but I think like the the thing about power is it makes you feel like you've won. Even really like when you're getting fucked. Like you, you know what I mean? Like you you feel like, "Oh, this is a victory." But at the end of the day, it's kind of like a smaller mm. victory than you would have taken when you know you first started speaking out against it. Um, right, and the fight's not really ended, right? Yeah, I feel like maybe I'm in a pessimist kind of mindset right now, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like what I walked away from that conversation feeling. So, um, as always, guys, if you like what you've heard today, please, please, please leave a comment or a like wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps people find us. This podcast is brought to you by Yawa. Our website is yawamag.com. Please like our page on Facebook and follow us at Yawa Magazine on Twitter and Instagram. That's Yawa Magazine, Y-A-W-A Magazine. Two Takes is produced and edited by us, Falaran and Osai. Our music is by 1705 Music. That is 1705 M-U-Z-I-K Music. We know you love that song. You can find him on Facebook. This has been Two Takes and a Pod. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.